0: Welcome to what the hell? This is going to be kind of a a dark one starting out. We're going to try to do some comedy afterwards, but we're going to talk about the new uh, statistics of veteran suicide.
1: Yeah. Um, first and foremost, uh, for our brothers and sisters out there, if if you need help, uh, reach out to us uh you know or get a hold of the national suicide prevention hotline at
0: 800-273-8255 and there here's another number uh 844-907-1342 uh that's the stop Su- Soldier suicide uh there is so many outlets that you can go with you don't have to kill yourself i mean i mean you could drop a ball and hit if you look up suicide on google you'll have an outlet there's several of them some of them uh, they'll get you in touch with a uh, a group meeting that you can go to and everything Uh, the outlets for stuff like that is just so many that I'm still surprised that how many uh, just suicides in general
1: yeah it it's uh
0: I mean we can beat this horse I'm actually thinking probably at least once a month or uh, something to that extent that we do a a suicide uh, prevention one and if I can figure out a way to get calls I think we can probably do the whatsapp
1: uh, yeah, we can start that up just specifically for you know our page. Um, but there is a uh, stopsoldiersuicide.org. It's it's a great website. Um, there's also uh, rallyproject.com. Uh, that's the group that I'm affiliated with. I co-chair the advisory board here in town. Um, it's it. There's there's a lot of different. Venues out there that are available for us as as warriors, war fighters, um, you know, whatever. Well, it's
0: also like uh, first responders. Yeah, first uh, responders. EMS. Yeah, I mean
1: suicide just in general, but I mean specifically today. I mean just because of the way that Afghanistan is going currently, there's a lot of Afghanistan vets that are out there that are that that have been dealing with the demons and dealing with the voices in their heads, and the stresses that come with that. Uh, and now, what they're feeling
0: is—is
1: is that it was all for nothing. Nothing. Yeah. It's
0: basically uh, Vietnam vets all over again.
1: Yeah, I mean, we even still have Vietnam veterans that are still committing suicide to this day, and you know, it's.
0: But we also we also have uh, during the pandemic. A lot of people were committing suicide for that because yeah
1: they were shut in they didn't have any the, they didn't have any you know social outlets, outlets yeah. exactly
0: other than social media and we know how much that well, we just posted something that just shows how much of a douchebag stuff that there is yeah um, not to
1: now there is a website out there it's called lifeafterwar.org. there's an there's an article out there I want to read this real quick if I can okay it's titled when you can't be a warrior anymore is there a reason to go on. <clears throat> It's that uh, hollow numbness, the sense that you are already dead, the complete lack of desire to go on, the craving to be gone, to be done here, the feeling that you are nothing more than an empty husk blown about by gusts of wind. There's nothing left of you. You're not who you used to be. You look in the mirror and don't even recognize the vacant soul staring back at you. Nothing and everything gets to you. Your body is here, but you're not you lost the one thing that meant everything the ability to be who you are because being a warrior who loved and breathed combat who misses it like your heart has been torn from you being that person wasn't just a job it was it is who you are and not to be able to be who you are really are is absolutely devastating it's soul-crushing it's the reason death feels like a viable option why were you put on this earth to find the one thing that makes you feel like you your truest self your deepest purpose your reason for being here and have it taken away haven't have that taken away from you that's what your life is now right there's a reason warriors prefer to die in battle because of this the quote what comes after service ends when your body gives out and you're not allowed to be who you know you were born to be. That void feels like you've already died. No one talks about this part of it. We mourn those who take their lives. We cry out against their decision. We bleed it, bleed inside at their loss. And we envy them. Hard words, but true. There's a part of you that feels like, or feels like it every time a brother goes home early. You just can't tell anyone that the reality is that part of you has died a warrior's life after military service ends isn't like civilian retirement when what you do is who you are and anyone called into a service field who is born to be what they know or what they do knows this the end of it feels like death it is a death the you you knew yourself to be dies The pain of it and the silence that shrouds it keeps it hidden. Warriors who can't go back to war die inside, quiet, aching, pervasive deaths. The longer you go on without a renewed purpose, the more of you dies. The emptiness, the sense that your soul has been cut out of you, it's real. You're not alone. And you're not fucked up for feeling it. Civilians are elated when your service ends because it means you're out of harm's way, it means you survived. It means they can exhale, finally. They expect you to find something else now to uh, now to fill your time. Some of the pers- uh, perceptive ones will understand that this isn't about finding a new job. This is about mourning the loss of your identity and finding a new one. A new job doesn't give you a new identity. This is why it can be so hard to stick with a job after you get out. A warrior's purpose is to serve the life-death-life circle. Identity comes from purpose it comes from you or from your sense of who you are and why you're here in the bigger picture of life on or uh, in the bigger picture of lifetimes on earth a soul is born into a lifetime with purpose being a warrior feels like it was your purpose but being a warrior is the package for your purpose the purpose lies deeper inside what was your purpose to defend to protect to destroy evil, to rescue, to save, to keep your brother safe, to liberate, service itself. You feel empty because you've lost your known purpose and meaning. It was all very clear for you before and now it's not. The question is, can you take who you are and do something new with it? Can you identify what your sole purpose is and hold on to that and find a way to live with that now? I can tell you this: a warrior will only refine purpose by finding a way to continue to be of service to life on Earth. You're not made to be self-only serving. It's not your sole DNA to be on this Earth without carrying out a mission that matters to humanity, to history. You were born into this world to make a difference, to take risks, to change the status quo, to er, expose and eradicate evil, to uproot and open life to new possibilities, new change. Yes, war destroys, absolutely. But it also creates. With the destruction of what was comes the opportunity for newness. We follow a life-death-life cycle. It's natural law. Being of service to this life-death-life circle is who you are, and you need to honor that. It's true that you're never going to stop missing combat. You're never going to feel, whole, or feel as whole as you felt when you were then. Some things cannot be replaced or replicated. You know that in your soul. But you survived combat. The gods didn't take you. You were saved... And your purpose on this earth is not done i know this is hard i know it tears at your heart i know you are so close to choosing death because you can't feel anything right now but that's an illusion feelings can be changed make the hardest choice you will ever make you are still here your soul is still on earth it's still on this earth so is your body Ending your life now may seem like the only option, but is it? You were called to service. Service is still your purpose. Who can you serve? Who can you impact today? How can you take the strength that has been built into you and help someone else find theirs? Can you lead someone to find their own courage? Can you see if that can you see that if you help one, it's the same as helping a thousand? No, it's not combat, but you survived combat so you would have the wisdom you need to serve in a new way. What if this time in your life is what it was all for? You are a warrior. You have to fight this one. You have to choose life. We need you. It's the hardest choice you're going to make. And only you can make it. Your heart was made to expand into newness. and You were created to be able to adapt and overcome emptiness can be filled, numbness can thaw, pain can ease, sadness can soften, purpose can be rediscovered. What seems impossible to you right now is possible. You are needed here by those in your life now and by those destined to meet you. Be here to show up for them. Choose life, for me, for your brothers for that one soul out there who is going to interact with you and because of your wisdom your insight your encouragement your example of cu- courage is going to change their story history takes a different turn when someone changes their story change yours my warrior change yours I stand with you you can do this I found that article a couple of years ago and I when i went to try to bookmark it it just kind of disappeared cuz you know the way that, that facebook does its refresh but with just the absolute shit job that this administration's doing with afghanistan right now it we we start you know it it, it got reposted thankfully and, I, and it came across my feed and i was able to to snag it and i bookmarked it and I felt that with the subject matter that we're going to cover today, that it was that it was incredibly important. That even with just the handful of listeners that we have now.
0: And by the way, we're no, we're not that big. I mean, we got like probably about ten to fifteen. But every once in a while, yeah. someone's got to hear. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm the type of person that would actually. Uh, wave at a person because of that story of guy that was always waving at everybody that was passing by and everything, and he basically this someone was in the car. What he was waving at people and everything. He's like, "Why are you waving at those people? Do you know him?" He's like, "No," because one day that person that needs someone to uh, say hi to probably didn't want to uh, probably. I've, probably prevented someone from committing suicide
1: yeah i mean there was a ruck event that that i i I was a part of uh, a few months ago and uh you know at the end of it you know i was asked to to speak a little bit and so you know one of the bigger points of me jumping on the soapbox that day was You know, veterans, especially veterans, we're a national national resource because we've got a unique perspective on history. And, you know, you see all these books being written by veterans. You see all these books written by authors where they interview veterans, especially like World War II, Vietnam, Korea, that talk about their experiences, and they get these experiences on record. And it and it's, and it's, an, it's a gateway to, or a window, rather, into a very unique time in American history. Because we can sit here and listen. History teachers talk all day about life on the home front. And they can talk from, like, a third-person-removed standpoint of, yeah, well, we had this conflict on this foreign shore... This many Americans died. This, you know, this many Americans were wounded. The war lasted from this day, you know, from point A to point B. And that's all we get. We don't, we don't get to hear about the struggles. We don't get to hear about the life and death decisions. We don't get to hear about the camaraderie. We don't get to hear about the jokes, the pranks, uh, you know, the, the the emotions of the people who fought in those wars.
0: And even in the past wars, I mean, even to this day, uh, Korea is still uh, considered the Forgotten War because nobody remembers it. Or yeah, anything.
1: absolutely. <laughs> uh, I mean, Korea is. I, I had an opportunity to meet a couple of guys that were, you know, at the Chosen Revo- uh, Reservoir. And they, they, they're part of that society now that's been set up uh, for the Frozen Chosen. And I, I just shook their hands. No, I, I, just, I, I told them, you know, good job and, you know, welcome home. And they don't hear that, you know, enough. And especially our brothers and sisters that, that fought in Vietnam. Yeah. That when they came home, they were expected to take the uniforms off and get a job. A lot of them were spit on. A lot of them were, were, were bashed because they served uh, in an un, in an unpopular war. And the only reason it was made unpopular was because of the the, 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 the shadow that the media here at home cast on it. But every veteran, from every conflict i mean it where i think we're losing i think what is it like we're down i mean you could i think we're down to less than a million world war 2 veterans still alive
0: i think it's actually less than that
1: yeah i the, the, the numbers out there somewhere cuz
0: that that was literally probably around about oh, it's it's coming up to i eight, oh, it's 80 years 80 years yeah And most of those people were, like, in their 18. Yeah. So you're looking at probably most of them are 90 now. Yeah. So most of them, I mean, there's some of them that reach 100. But, I mean, and and we're shining a, uh, a more of light on the veteran community and the leos and everything but it this is a a a problem that i mean i hate to say this and a lot of people are going to probably be upset a little bit i mean look at you know kids that are in high school and everything they're you know more or less getting bullied and they're not getting the help that they need yeah I mean, we're we're not just doing this because we're veterans. We're doing this because, one, I was affected by suicide. My mom killed herself, like, when I was 22.
1: Yeah, and, and in all transparency, um, a few years ago, I came that close to killing myself. Went home, sat in the closet, put the gun to my head, and... I just, I couldn't pull the trigger.
0: Yeah, it mine was, like, right after my mom passed, like, after a year. And it was just uh, the escalation of my mom passing and uh, the gr- the woman I was with thinking that she actually cared about me throwing my son in the trash can. Yeah. And killing him. I mean, a lot of people was like, oh, that's a lot of stuff. I was like, yeah, it's a lot of stuff I have to carry now. Yeah. But I'll still carry another person's. Yep. I don't carry anymore. It, it, it's one of those things. Is, is it, I, I just recently found out, like one of my friends that I used to hang out with for a little bit committed suicide too. Yeah, and we can talk off the line with that one. Yeah, but I I I, I have little little snippets, but if you actually go on our Facebook page, and this is this is one of those things I. Copy the links. Don't sh- if you don't want to. If you if you're thinking it was like we're just doing this for you know the notoriety and everything like that. There's three ring- links right there. You can copy and paste. Put them on your uh your uh, Facebook page, your Instagram, whatever you want to put it on. I don't care. But I'm putting the information out there so you can go up. We got uh, stop soldier uh, suicide org, all secure uh, foundation dot uh, org. And suicidepreventionlifeline.org. Yeah, Copy we'll, paste yeah. any. Uh, it's three of them. There's many, many more. Yeah, Copy and, and we'll throw
1: we'll throw rally project up there too. But yeah, I mean,
0: oh, just send me the link and I'll put. Yeah. I'll, I'll edit it right now. I, I'm I'm doing this as we're talking. Yeah, just just
1: just go in there. It's like rally-project.com. I think it is. So let me
0: pull out my uh, my my
1: business card here because. And they're gonna tell me I don't have any more business cards in my wallet. I, that would be tragic. Uh, let me see here. Yeah, I don't have I don't have one in my wallet right now. But uh, uh,
0: God, you're gonna have to send me the link. Cause yeah. When well, when I get home. Because I just did the rally uh, rally project, and it just gives me a link to like. Oh, let me. Uh, rally project. Yeah, but uh, uh, field the flags.
1: Yeah, there's a field of flag. I mean, they do a lot of different functions, but Okay. They they've, they've got them. a uh, in, uh uh enduring warrior.
0: Yeah, Operation Enduring Warrior yeah. was another one. Now, to just
1: to kind of give everybody some st- you know, st- statistics. Um, and yeah, we're going to focus on the veteran group for just just a few minutes, but uh, fit veterans are 50% at a higher risk. Of committing suicide than people who didn't serve that's one and a half times the national average okay um, by 2030 they're projecting the total number of suicides will be 23 times higher than the number of post 9 11 9 11 combat deaths um by 2030 veteran suicide will account for more than 221 billion dollars in public costs and since 2001 more than 114,000 veterans have, have have died by suicide that is an 80% 86% increase since 2006 among 18 to 34 year old uh, male veterans so you know it it's
0: God. there was it, it takes it
1: takes more strength and more s- courage to ask for help than it does to do that than to take that way yeah the fight is a lot harder and a lot of times it may seem like you don't want to do it anymore but that is why we've got these these networks in place we've got these resources available to us let somebody else carry the weight for just a little while it is it's not going to diminish your manhood it's not going to diminish your your warrior mentality it's not going to take away from the ethos in fact it's it's part of the ethos is that we don't leave a fallen man behind you know or and and,
0: and most of them are just uh, through veteran stuff and everything uh it's more or less not having an, another mission yeah i mean i had i had a guy uh, when I was in the service, and all he was doing is retiring, having a senior master sergeant just break down and cry because they don't know what they're going to do after they get re- uh, after they retire. Yeah, I mean, that was actually the point where I was more or less going. Ah, maybe I shouldn't make this a career. I don't know if it's going to be for me. It's one of those things that just it it made me. You know, rethink my options.
1: Yeah, you know. Um, you know, I mean, and there's 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 some more stats here, uh, personal social traumas. And, again, these are coming from stopsoldiersuicide.org Su- But uh, depending on the branch, up to 31% of service members develop PTSD after returning from combat. Um, for the uh, LGBTQ community within the the veteran ranks, the suicide rate for veterans of the uh you know of the lgbtq i can never say that all the time um community is up to seven times higher than other veterans uh, where's
0: your i'm sorry uh off kind of off talk of it where where's your uh, girlfriend live
1: uh Lake, uh south of houston uh, angleton lake jackson area
0: where's uh bandera
1: Oh, you would ask me a geography question. Um,
0: okay, just go yeah. with your stuff. I'll find it.
1: But uh, more than 40% of female veterans report experiencing military sexual harassment or military sexual trauma. So, I mean, it's not exclusive to just the men who are committing suicide. Women are doing it, too, and they're doing it for various other reasons, combat-related as well, PTSD. But they're also developing these PTSDs from, from some of the sexual harassments and, and, and sexual assaults that they receive while serving. Um, yeah. More, than, more than 1 a, in 10 U.S. veterans have been diagnosed with a substance abuse disorder. So, you know, it, it, and it's that one specifically right there. Oh, okay. That, that, that one, that stat right there specifically screams at me because a lot of men and women are turning to, you know, drugs and alcohol to, you know, deaden the pain, deaden the, you know, the voices in their head you know, get rid of the guilt and just, just to kind of shut themselves off emotionally from the world. And the only way that they feel like they can do that is through substance abuse. You know what I mean? It's, you know, I've, I mean, it's not uncommon for me to, you know, open up a beer and, or maybe have a couple of glasses of whiskey every now and then, but you know, it's, there's, there's so much out there
0: yeah and like I said I just posted up like one, two, three, four, six uh six groups uh one of them's not the veteran oriented the rest of them are but the, we have so many outlets yeah and 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 I'm repeating this constantly through this episode for a little bit because I want everybody to know there are outlets people will listen to you and you can go about your day I mean I've I, I had a like I had a veteran group that a guy was just was like hey is there anybody I can talk to I was like yeah sure I'll talk to you call me up I was like okay he called me up. I was like, "Hey, what's 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 the problem, buddy?" He's like, "Well, I've been having like bad dreams and everything. And I don't want to, and I just got a new wife and everything." I was like, "Listen, it could just be st- uh, stress. But if you need to go go to a therapist, there's lots of groups. Let me find you one." And I I, I googled it, and this is like at three o'clock in the morning, I was doing this. Uh, I just happened to wake up. I was going out for uh, a cigarette. And I was looking on my phone for stuff and I, to look at just while. Then I'd go back to bed. But you know that happenstance. Hopefully, I helped that guy out. I haven't talked to him in a while, so I need yeah. to reach out and see if he's doing all right. But it's it's just as simple as going on to. We have social media since. The, we bash the crap out of a lot of them because of the the freedom of speech we think we are not getting anymore, which we're they are silencing a lot of the free speech nowadays. But get sometimes it just helps to get on one of the uh, the social medias that that's out there. If it's not us, and if you don't feel comfortable with us, or uh, go somewhere else. Find somewhere else. Talk to people. And this isn't just going up right now. The highlight is uh, because of the Afghan thing, to where people feel that the the Afghan warrior or the people that uh, fought in uh, Afghanistan feel that they just wasted their time.
1: Yeah, I mean, they wasted their time. Years, their buddies have died for nothing. Um, you know i mean we've had i mean this is a three three generations have fought in this war is it three generations it's been three generations so you got your you got you got your desert storm people you know i mean they they were you know already in their kids were getting of age they enlisted they fought
0: and their kids oh and God, their kids that's right yeah jesus
1: You know, it's, we're not, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, bash the fact that we've been engaged in a war for 20 years. These, okay, so I read something on one of my uh, unit unit alumni pages on Facebook, and just basically, just the gist of it is that it wasn't for nothing, it wasn't in vain. Their mission was to keep us safe. We haven't had major attack on this, in, 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 on, on our shores.
0: I think since the Boston.
1: Well, I mean, that was just like a small thing, but I say small, not not to belittle the people that suffered at the Boston Marathon bombing, but there hasn't been a major attack since 9 11. And if you're one of these conspiracy nuts, thing, you know, oh, 9 11 was an inside job, how about you just pump the brakes there, Fox and Friends, and just shut the fuck up long enough for us to get our point across? Because it's not about what you and you, you know, whatever it is that you fucking believe. We got men and women that served their country, they didn't sit in there soak up some fucking benefits that that were handed to them because you wanted to be the fuck off in class that soaked up everybody else's knowledge while they did the work I don't want to hear that shit nobody has time for that right now we're talking about men and women who have served our country
0: yeah and there there is literally a uh, like a 2 minute video of cuz someone is saying oh uh Jet fuel burn, uh, burns out at two thousand degrees. Again, I'm degrees.
1: not even going to give, I'm not even going to give it enough credence to talk about that bullshit right now. Okay. Okay. Because it's not about, it's not about fucking black helicopters. It's not about people. You know, it's it, it, it's it's not. <laughs> point is,
0: these people feel that they didn't do any. Uh, do anything. Yeah, I mean, it, uh, the, the men and women that
1: served over there and feel like they wasted their time. They feel like they wasted parts of their body. They feel like their friends have wasted their lives. The, the sacrifices that they made on the field of battle were for nothing. And the fa- it couldn't be further from the truth. You men and women are fucking heroes. Absolutely. American heroes. You have, like I said earlier, a very unique perspective to American history. Your name belongs in a book somewhere that you fought. And to quote uh, George C. Scott's uh, portrayal of, of, of Patton, when you're old sitting on your rocking chair somewhere and your grandkids ask you, well, "What did you do during the war?" You won't be able to tell them that you were shoveling shit in a ditch somewhere in Louisiana. You you raised your right hand. You signed up to do a job knowing that that job was going to ask certain sacrifices of you payable up to and including your life you answered the bell you picked up your arms and you fought for the person to your left and your right and you came home you survived that is not that, that's, that's not for nothing and I'll, I'll be damned if, if I'm going to sit here and let anybody that I know or anybody that I come into contact with that served in that theater feel that way. Fuck that. And, yeah, you know, I, we've been pretty good about not dropping the F-bomb on our show here as of late. But, you know, th- this one, we need to speak the language of our people. And, you know, by God, yeah, especially myself as an infantryman, we can fit the word fuck 15 times in a 12-word sentence. This is true. So get it out there. Talk about your shit. I'm not going to go as far as to say pull your head out of your fourth point of contact, but wire your shot groups tighter. Reach out. Find somebody that will answer that phone at 3 o'clock in the fucking morning and talk about your shit. We want you here. We need you here. And some people are—they're not going to hear that message unless they hear that tough love. You know that, like you know, if fucking call me and I'll video time or FaceTime, whatever, I'll knife hand the fuck out of you. I don't give a shit. If it keeps you here for five minutes longer, then that is what we're going to do.
0: Yeah, I'm a little bit nicer one of. Of the two but
1: Oh yeah, you know what? I now and I say that, you know, I can be rough and I can I can be I can be crass. But you know, most of the people that know me and that have known me for five plus years, they'll tell you that I've my my hard bastard exterior has gotten a little bit softer, you know, and I'm like, okay, whatever. That's just because I've become more in tune with my emotions. But I think I think
0: it's more or less the uh someone finally got to the uh, soft stone.
1: Oh, the, the the creamy nougat center. It's still stone.
0: Yeah, yeah. But it's it's a little bit softer now. It's it's kind of like limestone right now. Limestone. I mean, it, it's hard, but it's it's still it's still considered a solid. But it's gooey. I'm hoping one day we can get you to at least like you know maybe like quicksand or something like that. You can still die from you, but you're also a liquid.
1: No, I was gonna say maybe lava, but you know, or magma. But uh, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. Limestone. I mean, the limestone erodes away. Then you know, he turns into a sinkhole. And I'm sorry, nobody's putting anything into any of my fucking holes. No, that's just not the way this guy rolls.
0: I, okay. Yeah. I didn't need you to go there, but okay. Hey. <laughs> what, I spelled it I... out
1: so that way you didn't have the opportunity to come back later and do it.
0: I'm I'm still trying what? to figure out if uh maybe like one day you're gonna end up calling me as like, Dave, I lied to you. I fucking lied to you. I'm like, What are you what are you talking about? I fucking lied to you, I'm sorry, man. I'm like, dude, what the fuck did you lie to me about? She pegged me last night. <laughs> Those words. Will never come out of my mouth. Ever. What, the sorry part, or the lying part, or the pegging part? The pegging part. You would lie to me, you son of a bitch.
1: <laughs> I would lie to you if it meant that I didn't. You know, because I don't want to be personally responsible for completely destroying the infrastructure that holds your fragile e- you know, ecosystem together.
0: Oh, I got rid of that a long time ago.
1: All right, well, then don't worry about it. Yeah,
0: we're, we're good. Okay, we're, we're so the lying
1: part and the pecking part, you'll never hear me fucking say ever. One, because it'll never happen. But two, just, yeah, there's a whole lot of no right there.
0: Wait a minute. What, what would, would it actually be, like, the cost for that? I mean, you always got the that. uh, And, yes, we're getting way off topic on this because we wanted to do the first part. To where it was just hardcore us telling you if you think that you're going to kill yourself give a call now we're trying to give you a little bit of entertainment so we should have done it first so people listen to the last part but we wanted to get the no because stuff. their
1: attention spans are going to be like oh squirrel
0: yeah pretty and then they're,
1: sure. they're, they're not going to hear the hard truths they're not going to they're not going to be able to hear you know the hard thing to say yeah you know they're not going to be able to hear that hard topic so no, we did it in the in the correct order. So okay. If if they've tuned out by now, then hey, it's their loss or their gain, whatever.
0: Well, what what would be the money amount for you to get either A pegged or uh, sexually uh, fuck a man. What's the, what's the money? What's your price range?
1: I I no. No. Just no. Because, you know, everybody's like, oh, everybody's got a price. i got to look myself in the fucking mirror, bro. That shit ain't happening.
0: With hundred grand, I can look at myself in the mirror. Just putting it out well,
1: there. Perspectively speaking, you, sir, are a cheap date.
0: There's a lot you can do with
1: $100,000. You I mean, can't I get, get away
0: with Murder. I think you It
1: takes a whole lot, lot more than a hundred thousand dollars to cover something like that up.
0: Yeah, because you got to pay off the cops, you got to pay off the judge, mm-hmm. you got to pay off the prosecutor. Mm-hmm. So you're probably looking at about two to three million. But it, you know,
1: just, still no. There's not enough mouthwash in the world. Sorry, no.
0: Yeah, but you can invest that money afterwards and everything. You can infest it. You can...
1: It's bad enough that when you go get a prostate check, you have to go out in the car or, you know, go out in the parking lot, sit in your car and fucking cry because your underwear is in your pocket because your butt crack is all squishy. You know
0: really sad? A woman can do it. And she's, she's somewhat looked frowned upon a little bit down. But if, once a dude does it, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. I'm not
1: disparaging arm. members of the male species. And yes, there are only two genders. Give it a Google and go fuck yourself. Anyway, I'm not disparaging dudes that do that to each their own. It's just not my thing. It never has been. Okay, basically what you're saying
0: is you don't have a price range. Because you won't do it. It, Yeah, absolutely. What, What if, like, you know one of your kids was in a hostage situation and the only way to get it out of it is like you know put a pipe through your mouth I'm not talking again a gun I'm talking about a f- penis
1: I would never allow the situation to progress to that well actually to regress to that point somebody's gonna fucking die before it gets to that point What was that favorite key word when we were in the military? Notionally speaking, I was going to choke you the fuck out in just a minute. Okay. Yeah. You know, remember notional? Yeah. This is a notional situation. It's like, well, notionally, he would have gone over there and done A, B, and C. Well, how about realistically, I do it anyway, and then you just say it was a notional situation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: It's one of those things is just like, why are we still talking?
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm. 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 That question has popped into my head at least five times in the last thirty seconds. Like, why is he still on this?
0: It's just a conversational piece. <sighs> okay.
1: Anyway, so I plan on buying a new T-shirt.
0: The the the,
1: the, 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 the Kabul skydiving club. I thought you
0: said a lot of them were uh, just dropped out.
1: <clears throat> well, I I saved the link for that one that's still up. I found it on Amazon.
0: I'm surprised you haven't just like while we were talking uh, beforehand when we were out, out with a cigarette that you just bought it. <sighs> Let me see here.
1: Hold on. Okay, so the uh, the clingy picture. Oh, yeah. There, <laughs> I've got seven laugh reacts, one like, and a former squad leader of mine by the name of Glenn Poyer. Wholesome humor. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> yep.
0: Yep, yep 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 sometimes we're probably on some of the stuff that we post <laughs> we we probably got our spot i mean we do a lot of good carbon everything like that to work we might scape you out of that a little bit
1: <clears throat> okay so extra large right
0: okay you bought
1: it and it's done folks yes sir okay so
0: how far uh, have you even did you watch uh, the what if
1: i have not yet um I, I i i don't get my boys until tomorrow so
0: uh yeah because you don't do that stuff until tuesday or thursday
1: thursday yeah so i don't get them until i, I get them for a couple hours on thursday before the weekend kind of been
0: wanting to talk about free guys
1: I'm gonna take them this weekend to go see that. So on Monday, when we shoot after we shoot our nerd sports, we'll do a "What the Hell About Free Guy."
0: Thank God, because I just—it's one of those things. It's like it's almost two weeks.
1: I get it, dude. I I missed being able to take them to the advanced screening by twelve hours. Really? Yeah.
0: I'm surprised they still do uh, event screening.
1: Well, they did an advanced screening here, like a week and a half before it came out. Really? Yeah, it was at Cinemark. Huh.
0: I'm surprised. I'm surprised it wasn't on. Because uh, that that actually is not going to Disney Plus. Even though it's a Disney movie, it's going to uh, HBO Max.
1: I'm getting more positive feedback on the picture that you were too afraid to post.
0: (laughs) In my defense, you got a bunch of army degenerates. While I have a lot of... Dude, my girlfriend
1: even laughed at it. Okay. Okay. My girlfriend laughed at it. I'm not saying that she's a stick in the mud because she is the furthest thing from a stick in the mud.
0: Yeah, she's very, very funny.
1: You know, considering the fact that we were talking, you know, that the meme is talking about a clingy girlfriend, she laughed at it. So, yeah.
0: I'm I'm just
1: it, it, that that in, in itself, right there, just her reaction to it. I'm talking it up as a win.
0: I still like our uh, our group group chat stuff. <laughs> yeah. God. Yeah. Like. Like some of them, I just can't. Yeah, I'll, I'll just. I, I, oh, I don't even know if I That's terrible. Can that's gruesome. It's so dark. I'm saving this for my
1: friends. You yeah.
0: Know? <laughs> I, I did post the Been Chasing uh, uh, chasing People in, in Their Dreams so long, I forgot to chase mine. Oh, the Freddy Krueger one, one yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, God. Every time I see Freddy Krueger now, I just think of scary Terry from uh, Rick and Morty. Oh, like, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? just like I can't do it it's ruined Freddy Krueger for me so
0: there's a lot of stuff that's ruined Freddy Krueger but I guess that's it for the uh, this episode
1: yeah um,
0: but like like I said we posted like copy paste a lot of this uh, yeah we did on our Facebook page and
1: absolutely people and I cannot restate this again I, I can't restate this enough dig down find the courage and the strength to reach out because it takes more bravery to talk about it to make yourself vulnerable to another human being that you trust and talk about your mental issues talk about what what demons are, 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 are trying to drag you down than it is to Kill yourself, and you know I, I've said this before, and it bears and it's worth restating. Suicide does not end your pain; it just simply leaves it behind. It, it just it it piles it onto the people you leave
0: behind. Yeah, like your family members and stuff like that.
1: You know, I mean, especially for us veterans, and it's
0: very and in in hindsight, twenty twenty on this one, it is very a lot of people. This is like oh. It, that, that thing is like I'm being selfless when I commit suicide. No, you're being self full
1: selfish. Yeah, selfish. No, I mean, you, you know, I mean, especially for some for for those of us who are parents. You know, it's like you're going to do that, and you're going to leave those kids behind to fend for themselves. I mean, especially for for you know, and this is just a common demographic, but veterans that go through divorce. Our exes are our exes for a reason. Whether we were the horrible human beings or you were the horrible human, or they were the horrible human beings. I don't feel comfortable leaving my boys, leaving my daughter alone in this world. Because there's enough people that grow up in this world without one parent or the other. Don't add to that. Yeah. Don't make them a, a statistic. Don't do it. You want to be brave? You want to show them how to deal with adversity? You choose to live.
0: Yeah, that's another thing that is it's show how much, you know, all the shit that we been through and everything uh, how much we actually averted it because we just pushed on yeah and we got help nut up pick up your gear
1: drive on with your airborne or aerosol or whatever fucking mission it is that you are on and you <laughs> you you just you you do the hard thing not because you're trying to fucking prove a point But because it's required of us, our families, our loved ones, our children need to understand what it means to be better. Oh, yeah. I mean, kids these days have have a hard enough time trying to deal with the real world because everybody wants to hand it to them on a fucking ice cream cone and tell them that it's going to be okay. Well, damn it, it's not. The world is a dark, fucked-up little place. And it's our responsibility, ours. It's our responsibility to make sure that the next generation has it better than we did. And you can't fucking do that if you're six feet under the ground.
0: No, you can't.
1: You know, it's not like they're going to look back at you and say, Oh, well, you know he tried he just he wasn't able to get it done what lesson can I pull from this well we'll learn the lesson that they're going to be able to pull from it is that it's easier to give up oh yeah you have a purpose in this world there is a mission still you still have the ability to serve we just have to shift fire and figure out what the new enemy is you can still be a warrior
0: And there's actually organizations that will help you do that.
1: Exactly. There are resources out there. Utilize them. If we were still in, and you didn't use all the resources available to you to get the mission accomplished, the amount... or not the amount, but the size of the ass-chewing that you would have received
0: is still applicable. It still applies. Yeah. And all those uh, all the resources that you can you just if you're having a bad day type up uh, and and you feel that you are going to commit suicide just i mean you have a phone you have the internet and it, you can find someone that has it just google suicide prevention and bam you have a laundry list of stuff to where you can go to to for someone to actually talk to you I mean, if you if you're listening to us and everything like that,
1: if you're listening to us, that that would, I then 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 you're scraping the bottom of the barrel. But we're still here. Yeah. You know, it's be the reason why we laugh at the next reunion. Be the reason why we laugh at the next party. Be the reason why we laugh at all. Don't you dare be the reason why we fucking cry
0: oh yeah well on that note I'm David Dickerman I'm Johnny Scope. and this is What the Hell thank you for watching and keep on watching